0: This is The Random Whisper.
1: Welcome back to The Random Whisper. This is your host, Legs, with the beautiful, beautiful Abby. That's me. Jay. And a special guest today, Aristotle. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. 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 Hello.
2: Hello.
1: Oh, man. How y'all doing today?
2: Eh, it's it's nice to be out, but then it's not right. again because it's so smoky outside.
1: Yeah. Cool.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what about you, Aristotle? It's all right. Um, school just started, so wait, you started school already? Yeah, we started for like a couple of days. Damn.
2: Yeah, I've known a, a couple of people I've talked to, their their schools have started. Um, that's kind of weird. Uh, like so everybody doesn't start at the same time.
3: Are you in the semester or are you the quarter? Uh, quarter. Quarter? Really? When is it going to end? Does it end before Thanksgiving? Um,
0: I think so. No. Like a week after hmm. Thanksgiving? So the first week of December. Yes. I think
2: ours is like the second week of December. Uh the 11th. The 11th this year? Yeah. Or this quarter.
1: Huh. It's crazy. So um, in case you didn't know, we have a website, randomwhisper.studio. And if you want to support our art slash content slash majiggies, you can check out check us out at Patreon. You can get there by whis- visiting randomwhisper.studio and click the Patreon tab and it will take you straight there. Or patreon.com slash randomwhisperstudios, right?
3: Mm -hmm. Either or. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, last episode, we decided to talk about Vivarium, which only two of us watched. The other two, one of them has an excuse because we didn't tell him him (laughs) what to watch. And the other one just (laughs) shit the bed.
3: I just mm. simply forgot. I woke up this morning and I was like, "Oh man, I didn't watch the movie I was supposed to watch."
1: So everyone who's a fan of Abby's voice is going to be disappointed for the next fifteen minutes while we talk about the movie. Um,
3: well, just because I haven't seen the movie doesn't mean I'm not going to talk about it.
1: What did you like about it? Um. So Jay, <laughs> <laughs> what did you like about it, Jay? Oh, let's see. Or actually, what did you think about it? Because I don't know if you liked it or not. So,
2: no, I thought it was it was interesting. It was very um, it was really creative. The, I mean, I like Jesse Eisenberg. Um, everything that I've seen him in, you know, even even Lex Luther. I mean, he wasn't that bad. He just that's the wrong he was the wrong character for it, but he did a good job. Um, it was you know he did a good job in this film. Um, his counterpart was good. I can't remember her name. They really played off each other really well.
1: Imogen Poots.
2: Oh, Imogen Poots. Yeah. A-M-Gin? Imogen. Imogen Poots. Imogen Poots, but yeah. Um. The. It gave you the the um the feel like it was kind of an, almost a Tim Burton kind of movie. The way it was shot, like the camera angles and the the set dressing, you know, the decorations, It made me really think of like. Um, you know, like uh, what is it? Edward
3: Scissorhands.
2: Well, yeah, Edward Scissorhands, but but also um, Beetlejuice. You know, like just just the way that he did the shots, and the set deck is very much like Edward Scissorhands, or it's cookie cutter, and very uh, geometrical. So yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. cool And and there was uh, there was a lot of um, images. Not images, suggestions.
3: <laughs> There's a lot of images in this oh, movie. I'm trying to think of the word. It's Almost like it's 100% image.
2: No, no, not not so what I was talking. Themes. It was it was very thematic, to a point. You know, Such like, as what? Well, like them when when uh, when they're basically per- parenting that one kid. It's keep the kid quiet, you know. And that's that's like a, a thing that all parents do. Like, look here, you know, here's something sugary. Here's something, you know, keep your mouth shut or something to watch to keep you know busy or something because they just didn't want to deal with that kid because they were forced to they were forced to raise that child and just other things like um, how you know like you hear the term the honeymoon's over kind of thing um, when they first started you know being forced to stay in that house you know there was business as usual like every night you know they They'd make love and then they'd wake up and have their day and, and then go about their day. You know, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Yeah. Then towards like days sixty-seven and sixty-eight, you know, they they were starting to get on each other's nerves. One, one kind of isolated, you know, from the other because they became so fixated on doing one portion and the other one didn't want to do it. So it was, it was very. Uh, I don't know. I can I can relate to a lot of those things like in my in my past life experiences. Dealing with uh, you know relationships or something like you know you have the hardships and, and just showing how they were dealing with it was amazing. Um, and then the yell- his fixation with the hole, which I mean for me, it um, it Easter egged the very ending when he got to the very bottom of it and then he realized yeah what he found was like literally him or somebody like him
1: yeah interesting.
2: Yeah, so it's like don't go searching for things that you probably don't want to know the answer to.
1: Don't go chasing waterfalls. Understood.
3: Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to.
1: That's not even
2: that. Just don't dig a hole in your front yard. That's that's really what it was.
1: I mean, you could find dinosaur bones.
3: <laughs> okay. Or struck, or
1: you can struck um, oil. <coughs> Let Did me you know a like name. The
3: movie. Did you like the movie, Jose?
1: Uh okay enough of that <laughs> uh, so no you didn't like it so i don't
3: what know what do you think
1: i'm neutral about it i think i'm not a fan of sci-fi that much besides it's like star wars and the new star trek stuff like this whole alien stuff i'm not a big fan of so like I thought it was gonna be some type of like uh cult ish mindfuck. Uh maybe they were hypnotized or something. But when I as you know, when you find out it's aliens, I kinda that kinda ruined it for me. Uh the acting was great. The makeup the makeup was really good. They really made them look like shit over each scene. Um <laughs> I know there's probably some deep meaning behind the digging the hole, but I thought it was stupid. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, it wasn't. I, it wasn't. It, you know how when you watch a trailer, and you, usually the movie you watch is pretty much what you seen in the trailer, and this time it wasn't. I don't. I not think it was. What do you mean? Uh, when you watch a trailer, it looks like one of those like suspenseful. Like mindfuck movies, and so when you think you,
3: it was like false advertisement?
1: Yeah, because once you watch it and the whole alien thing, and it's just like, bruh, this is not what I signed up for. So that's the one part that really disappointed me. Story wise, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't understand sci-fi. I'm not a fan of sci-fi. I'm okay. not a <laughs> fan of. I, I don't feel like I'm really qualified to give an opinion because I don't appreciate the sci-fi genre. So, uh, you know, like, anything. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, but the acting was good. Uh, I've always liked Imogen Poots, um, and Neisenberg's really good. I feel like they could have picked a better uh, male lead for that film.
2: What did you think of the kid's voice?
1: It was fake, and... It was weird. It kind of reminded creepy. me of uh, you know. Sorry to Bother You. You ever seen that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It reminded me of how, like, they added the fake voices. It was, see, it was like, the whole sci-fi thing that, deter- like, if it was a normal kid's voice, it would have been better. You know, the kid's voice trying to imitate the parents' voices. But, hi, I'm hungry. Hi. You know, like, it was stupid. It's I'm disappointed. I'm was, not gonna lie. I
2: think there was a reason they made the voice that way, though. You know,
1: but probably to make the audience uneasy.
2: But yeah, but try to figure out what was going on a little bit more because they're like, oh, "Okay, I see a, I see a kid." Yeah. But it doesn't have a kid's voice. The pitch is not correct? You know, so something's off with that kid, and then the mannerisms. I thought the kid did was phenomenal. Track. Yeah,
1: the kid was a really good actor. You know,
2: yeah, he was really good. But what did you what did you think too about the beginning of when he dug the hole? Because I feel like the hole is actually like the center point of the of the story. I don't you know? know because because when he was it he threw a cigarette out and then the grass went away, and then all of a sudden he started digging down. And there was like some mush, and then then he got to the dirt and then started throwing out the dirt. So for me it it was like almost like an egg, you know, because you have like different layers to a portion. And I think what he thought was that he was trying to dig his way out, like dig his way to China, kind of thing. Yeah, now that yeah. concept is.
1: Well, that kind of the beginning scenes support your thought because you know there's birds and eggs. Right. So, yeah, no. And I thought it was also stupid because they burned the whole house down, and a little cigarette makes a big ass hole in the grass. <laughs> so that's that was another one. Like <laughs> that's so fucking stupid. I don't
2: know. It was. It would seem not right. Time. I I'm I'm saying I wouldn't watch it again, but I've seen it, and you know I can walk away from it. I I, I don't, what kind of what kind of rating do you give it then?
1: Oh man, like just mm, two and a half because of the acting. The acting was good. The story was kind of it was misleading with the trailer. Um, the, co- I, the coloring was really I don't good. I think
3: You should rate things on misleading from the trailer. Yeah, the most people Film is most about, people going into watching a movie are not going to watch the trailer.
1: Well, that's weird people. Um, but I
3: don't when no. I see a movie, I'm not going to watch the trailer first and then watch the You're movie. read the logline first. Yeah. No, I, I watch I think, the trailer. I think that people when they make movies also put too much in the trailer.
2: Well, most sometimes they yeah. Hire, they hire a company yeah, yeah, they true. hire people to make trailers.
1: Yeah. It's just like book covers. Like, it's not about the book cover. It is about the book cover because they're trying to sell it to you. Yeah. Like myself, I recommended this movie based on the trailer, and then here we are.
3: So you were hoping it was going to be more of like a somar movie, and then it turned out to be...
1: S- sort of, yeah.
3: Not that way?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, because I like movies because of the story and how they make you feel. That's mm-hmm. all what movies are. <laughs> That's what... <laughs> No, Sorry, giggling. people. You're
3: giggling because our lights are falling
2: down.
1: Yeah, we have this beautiful background and the light glue is not sticking to the popcorn wall.
2: That's okay. We'll, we'll fix that next show. Yeah, but... by uh, next show to be better.
1: What I love about film is the power has to change people's emotions, which is why some people like horror and some people like romance and et cetera. But uh, this one, I'm not a fan of sci-fi because it's all about like weirdness and scanty alien stuff whatever so yeah that's
2: why i didn't like it so two and a half what about you jay
3: wow two and a half damn
2: well, I, th- <laughs> I think i'm gonna have to go with a three and a half on this i think because i'm gonna i'm gonna throw in the great use of color yeah because it was the coloring was well done and yeah the lighting when too. they drew like when they were both standing out looking at the um, at the, the sunset yeah the way the clouds were drawn really made me think of like uh, toy story no, don't ever, don't ever <laughs> bring Toy Story into my references again, <laughs> ever. Toy Story I, Two. I
3: made a, I was talking to him earlier and I made a Toy Story reference and he's like, what was that?
1: What was the reference?
3: I don't remember now.
2: Oh. Just for the record, Jay's seen Toy Story probably like three times in his life and he just doesn't live his life around. Wait, which <laughs> Toy Story? Story? The original. Oh. Anyways, no, it's um, there, there's uh, there's a certain artist that does that kind of art. And it's, I think he uses like sponges, she I don't know, but it's a sponge drawing, but it's very, very um, symmetrical in the way they do it with the shadowing, too. It was really great, but I did like, I did like the coloring in this, and I think, I mean, overall, the writing was okay. Even though you're not a fan of sci-fi, I, I kind of am to, to a certain point, and I think it was well done, it was well thought of. It was almost men in blackish to a point, you know. With with you're, the way that it's going. At the end.
3: You're giving it a lot of praise for something that you're giving a three. Three and a half. Out of what? Ten? Out, of out
2: of five. Five. Okay. remember oh. you said last, last, you, last yeah, episode, one, one to five. this season I'm declaring. <laughs> I yeah. remember that, but okay. Actually,
1: she said, this season I'm declaring.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because ten is too much. So yeah, three and a half out of five. Okay.
1: You're right, Jay. I, I I retract my rating. I give it a three because the lighting was really really good. The I didn't lighting. Say lighting. I said coloring. Well, a lot of the lighting has to do with the coloring.
2: Right, okay, but the coloring is important.
1: So. Anyhow. So three and three and a half. Yeah. No, I take it back. Two and a half. It was horrible. Very right, very. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, free topic. Free range. Let's go. What's up?
3: Um, I think it's time for my annual, not my annual, my podcast weekly harassment of, have you been writing, Jose? Oh. Uh, did you write anything at all? Did you open the document with your screenwriting stuff in it?
1: Y- no and yes.
3: What do you mean, no and yes? Did you open it or not?
1: I wrote an article for the school newspaper.
3: That's not what I mean.
1: But I did not tackle any of the screenwriting. He looked at, he looked at the folder right now. <laughs> no, uh no, but I, I did write something. It was about three pages and I'm Usually rusty. You,
3: you did some writing, you just didn't refer on your screenplay.
1: Yeah, I did an article about having a baby during the pandemic or having a newborn.
3: Hmm.
1: It should be in the the Olympic College Ranger News uh newspaper, student newspaper. It should be published around Rangers. Sunday. Yeah.
2: I don't read that.
1: Uh <laughs> you should it is. there's some good articles on there and it's digital so you can check out the Facebook page oh there's the support from fellow students yay
3: <laughs>
1: um, but
0: uh,
3: so you didn't work on your screenplay not yet shame
0: uh, but so what do you mean by work on your screenplay so like Jose, Jose calls, him,
3: Jose calls himself a writer however he has not finished his feature length film so Films. He has like, <laughs> so last podcast he went through. He has like fucking like five ideas. Some of them outlined, some of them started, but he's not finished them. So you finished, How many screenplays have you finished total? One. Magnolia.
1: Okay, two, uh, three,
3: three. Three. Are they all
2: short films? Yes. Somehow I I only know
1: of one. Uh, Betrayed was finished. Which can use finished. a lot of revisions, by the way, but it was finished. Um, the fucking... The one we did with the snow. Uh, helpless so us, Enigma. Enigma. Which could be rewritten. Yeah, we should re- we rewrite it. We should rewrite and
3: reshoot. Yeah, shoot. but... So yeah. Aristotle... He calls himself a writer, but he doesn't actively write. So...
0: It's still writer. I mean, like. I mean, I'll hit. give it. I'll give it to you that you did no, 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 write no, no, no. three
3: pages for the Ranger, but that's.
0: Yeah, uh, i That's
3: not. That's you call yourself a screenwriter.
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not a good, um, time, manager. Manager, mm-hmm. and we know this, so I'm baby stepping into writing, which okay. is why I took the
2: job at the Ranger again. So Aristotle, um, while we're on this subject, or. What what are you currently working on?
3: Yeah, cause you said you're in a screenwriting class. So are you writing stuff?
0: Yeah, i am, I want to put myself into writing more, cause I feel like I've been in focusing on cinematography so much, cause like that's what I grew up with. But um, that's not my eventual goal, you know. Like I love shooting movie operating camera, but. Um, I'm at a point especially because of the pandemic um I'm at a point that like I have some idea I have a voice that I want to you know let the world know like my perspective on certain things and my venture goal is to become a director and direct like a film like in my own language and you know distribute to like internationally And make people know, like, our culture or our story. Um, So I think it's time to put myself into writing. And, you know, further, it's directing. But we'll see what happens, you know. So
3: are you trying to write stuff in English or are you trying to write stuff?
0: Yeah, I've been writing stuff, like, in English for a little, you know.
3: Is that what you want to stay with?
0: Yeah, um, even though the story that I'm thinking of, like, you know, in my own language, I would still write it in English and just translate it, um, dialogue for the cast. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. And this, I actually learned that, like, from a guy, you know, from AFI, he did a film. It's like basically full Chinese. And but the whole crew, it's American. They like native English speaker, but um, so I was curious, I was like, so what What did you do uh, for your screenplay for, for this film? Cause like, it seems like you just wrote it in Chinese. And he's like, no, I wrote it in English. And I even re- rewritten it in English, but once it comes to production and when I work with the actor and I translate every dialogue into Chinese.
3: Just the dialogue, not nothing else.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. So,
1: this guy's film or gal's film. The the dialogue was in Chinese, but it was uh, written in a an American style format of speaking. Hmm. Have you seen this film? Yeah. So, how do you feel the translation did? along with the American style of writing it. I actually
0: think it's like um, totally fine. And it's really natural because he I I mean, like he is from China, so he know like what what it is to what what's the dialogue to be like natural in his own language. But um, I would say the writing format of screenplay, it's totally different from um, English and in Chinese. I'm not really sure like how people write it in Chinese because like first of all I've never done it but um, I've talked to people like from Taiwan, from China, from Hong Kong like um, they wrote stuff in Chinese with like a way like we don't have so much like uh, restriction or like um, a format on screenplay we just like write it but you know if we write it in English then like there's so many like restriction that like it's not even restriction but like people prefer to read a screenplay in that way if it is in English
2: I think it's easier to to pick apart like what's going on who's saying what you know what's being said you know because I, I just we just shot a commercial and I read the script of this commercial And whoever had written the script had no traditional training on how to write it. So it was like just formatted wrong and everything was left, uh, adjusted. And so it it read like a paragraph, paragraph, paragraph. Mm -hmm. So I understand what you're saying is like, oh, it's not in the correct format because we're so used to seeing it. But it, but knowing what I know and reading, it actually makes more sense for things to be in certain parts of the page so I can dif- differentiate what's going on. And, oh, this is dialogue mm-hmm. versus action, you know? So, I mean, it, it actually makes it a lot easier.
0: Yeah, I, I actually like had an experience like reading a screenplay that reading like a novel. Yeah. And when I was reading, I'm like, oh my Thank God, like this yeah. is <laughs> so much like, like there's so much description. Like that's just too much because, um, and when i'm trying to like um you know turn the screenplay into like shot list or um storyboard it's just like so much going on there's like <laughs> so much little detail thing while wow, like this person is doing something and i'm like okay this is not an oval so um it's just too much they do know? that they do that for a uh, screenplay
1: for theater yeah like every single thing you do it's written
2: yeah because it's it's supposed to be because you know, everything is uh, was is within the stage whereas an, er, the viewer has to be able to see everything so they have to be very idealistic on what's what's going on versus a film where we can kind of cheat and show a lot easier mm-hmm. because we can focus that damn thing <laughs> um, but we can focus a little bit more on something or we can cut to an insert and have time for it but it's like plays are are timed from start to finish, you know, there's really no, cut, 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 okay, let's redo that, you know. Yeah. So they have to, each each performer has to see everything, you know, whereas we have, we have the ability to stop it, cut something, shoot an insert, do a push in, you know, um, accentuate some kind of visual that we really want the viewer to see. So um, before we get any further, Aristotle, give us a little bit of your background. Since you are our guest, and no one knows you besides Uh, uh, we three so far.
0: Okay, so my actual name it's called Kai Um, Aristotle. It's like what I prefer. Um, I met uh, Jays and Legs like at Pierce College while I was doing my associate degree. Um, From Hong Kong. Why are you nervous? From Hong Kong. (laughs) I'm nervous. nervous, I don't know what to say, man. Just
2: saying you're from Hong Kong. Um. Do you plan on going back to Hong Kong after this or are you gonna stay in America?
0: I plan to stay in America for a while. But of course, as I said, like I want to have something done in Hong Kong or distribute like in my own language. And
2: you're you're a film student?
0: Yeah, I'm a film student. Um Where do after you go? I after I done with like Peace College, um, I transferred to like DePaul University in Chicago. And I'm doing a BFA. Film production program in cinematography concentration and screenwriting minor. There
2: you go. Okay. And what if you um what if you what what is something that we can see? Do you have anything out, out in the in the ether?
3: Have you worked on anything that's published?
0: I So that's one of the things. So um The first half year that I um, transferred to DePaul, it was kind of like overwhelming. So because DePaul University was not my first choice. Um, It it was whole like accident thing because I graduated from Pierce in December 2018. And um, at first I was planning to go back home for like a vacation for a quarter or like until summer or, and wait till the next academic year and see like what school I can get in. But sadly I got into a car accident and um, I have to stay and do some treatment and deal with the um, case because like it, it was a complicated case. Um, so I, the policy of like a student visa, it's like you can only stay like 90 days after you graduate from a degree and when I was like almost reached 90 days, I was, I didn't know what to do. I I didn't want to go back home because like, I haven't figured out the case yet. And like, but I don't have a school that like, accept me to let me like keep staying in America. At what, that... What were some of the schools that we were trying to get into? Yeah, so at that time I applied for a bunch of UC school um, UC Berkeley, LA, basically all the UC schools that offer like film and digital media. And, but they won't release the result until like June. So I was, I think it was like late March and I have to figure out, like I should either got my visa terminated and back home and give up the, um, the car accident case or I have to find a school that, like, accept me and let me keep going at least a quarter. And at that point, a friend of mine was graduating from DePaul University, the film program, and he just recommended me, hey, do you know that, like, DePaul accepts students, like, every quarter instead of, like, you know, every year? So I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. So I apply, and they get back to me in a week, and was like, you get accepted, so at that point i i was like okay this is the only way that i can keep staying here and do with the case and do everything man that's a that's an intense first half of the year
2: man <laughs> yeah
3: how uh, come is because you dedicated so much time you just decided to stay instead of applying for anything else
0: um so i actually got accepted by a couple of school in uc mm-hmm. but um it was a hard decision you know like. Extremely tough because, you know, Asian parents they really want you to be in like a high-ranking school, a well-known school. Mm, no, I don't have Asian parents. So I <laughs> <laughs> it's and, kind of a stereotype though. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah, and they um, have to be doctors too. While I was at Depaul, um, I I didn't know like if I liked the school or not because I didn't meet like a bunch of like good friends, like most of the people that I met was like kind of asshole to me.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I remember us talking about that. Yeah,
0: you really didn't like it was a bad experience, yeah. like for a quarter. And I'm like, wait, am I in film school or no? Like, I don't feel like this is a film school for me. Um, But um, I got accepted by like UC Davis, Santa Barbara, Santa Cruz for film. And I was excited. And my dad was like, you're going to this, like one of these school. Cause you know, it's good for you and good for me too. (laughs) (laughs) That's what my dad said. Um, And my little brother, they are so excited. Cause like, I've never been a brother that it's like, you know, good at academics. I spend all my time times like in sport, music and some like random stuff, Mm -hmm. but I've never like be a student that can be their role model sort of. But, um, I found out one thing it's like, you know, like when you do like a film program, like the resources is like really important. And at Depot they have like a few film set. It's like just let students you know, use it all the time. You will have class over there and they have like advanced camera, like from C300, RED, epic um re camera and now they even have like the re film camera like actual film stock camera damn and that basically like moved me i i was like actually like our school have some good stuff like maybe i just haven't met like the right people or the right group yet Mm -hmm. but um my dad was like no you should go to um the UC school because, like, that's what you have been working on, like, at Pierce because, like, that's what my goal. I get a, like, you know, a nice GPA, trying to transfer to a better school. But, of course, like, my dream school was UCLA, but I never got in. So, um, so why did you, well, have you decided
1: yet not to go to any of the UC schools that accepted you? Or was that decision taken? And if so, why did you decide not to? Like, did those UC schools not have good equipment?
0: So I actually, like, have a look at the program. Like, what are the classes that I'm going to take, like, in the next two, three years if I transfer to that school? And um, I found out that, like, the classes like DePaul University, uh, it's offering, it's like match what I'm doing. It's more like a, like, you know, film production, a BFA, like, really focus on, like, hands on practice on filmmaking. While, you know, UC Davis is more like a digital media, but you can pick like a track and pick like a couple classes for like a elective to do film production track. Um, I think UC Santa Barbara, I have a friend like uh, study there, so I reached out to him and he referred me to like some of the film students and they told me that like, oh yeah, um, UC Santa Barbara is more focused on like screenwriting, and analyze, um, we don't have much opportunity on like film production. And UC Santa Cruz, um, it has like a real like film production program, um, but I compare the resources that they can offer or like, and what DePaul can offer and also the class that I can take and I feel like Depaul University, like I, I can like learn a lot more from Depaul University instead of UC Santa Barbara. Uh, so you're here. At Santa Cruz, I mean. You're here, um, and
2: you're gonna finish out with Depaul then.
0: Yeah. So. Um, so what, you're
2: you're what, what
0: school year are you into? So right now I'm like in Depaul, and I think I'm going to finish my education at Depaul.
2: No, no, no. Like, like we're we're. How we're in, far we're are in the you? school How program up here you? and we're we're in the senior year of the program.
0: Oh, actually right now I'm in junior, okay. which is, you know, something that I didn't expect it because, um, but I've heard that like, even though you uh, transfer to any kind of film school with like an associate degree, you basically need to start off like from the most basic class, the most basic film class no, we in had their to do
2: program. That. We had to bridge. Had to yeah,
0: bridge they that. really want you to do you know, every class that they have in the film production. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I spent basically, um, half a year on like some basic film class and like right now it's like moving on and I'm kind of a junior, senior, cause I actually like at my screenwriting concentration like last quarter. So you know, it's just like, I just need to finish a couple more classes. so. I would okay. say I'm a junior. So right what are you what are you currently working on? I'm currently working on like a couple of shorts with some idea that I came up like during the pandemic. Um so one it's like a really personal uh, story about like um my childhood. Um I finished the script but um I really don't wanna put it into production because like I really want this to be something that really good people who watch it can be really resonate. So I want to save it until like, you know, keep rewriting it, um, and keep finding like, a, a crew that I, I can work with. Like when I have like, um, like, you know, more filmmaking skills to offer for the film. So, um, even though I kind of like finished writing it, I still like, you know, holding on it. And I'm also like doing like a sort of horror film Oops.
2: All the lights are falling <laughs> down. Our set's falling apart,
0: <laughs> and it decided to <gasps> it decided
1: to do no. that as soon as we started recording.
2: That's oh. okay. Let it fall. Just
3: Rest in peace, the lights.
1: Well, it, Let it be. Yeah. Let this was it an be. an experiment, so so, uh, so for <laughs> us, our our bachelor's is a bachelor in of science and digital filmmaking, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yours is different. You have to pick a track, right?
0: Yeah, um, we have a track, you know, we have different track from directing, creative producing, cinematography, editing, or even like future effects. Um, however, like, you know, even though you're in like a certain track, you can still switch out some of the classes and, um, take some of the classes that you, you really want to experience with. So, so you
3: kind of just build your own program in a way in some kind of classes that yes, you want.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, of the,
1: one of the things you told me that I thought was really cool, and you just mentioned that earlier in this podcast, was that you can join the program at any point of the year. Mm-hmm. And then you just there's like a buffet of fucking classes that you can take based on what you want to learn. And I thought that's really, really cool.
3: Yeah, Yeah. that's not how ours is. Yeah, ours ours
0: is is like you're stuck for two years. Ours is a
3: cohort and everybody takes the same classes.
0: So um, I actually in like a, you know, cinematography concentration, but I decided to switch out some classes so I can do like one or two directing class. Mm -hmm. And I also like, you know, spend three or four classes on like, you know, editing, advanced editing, or even like color correction stuff. So what do you
2: what are you specializing what do, what do you what does Aristotle want to do?
0: You mean like
2: right now, like like I'm I, I like, like to direct your and
3: classes You're
2: No, I'm I'm
0: talking about film
3: in real life.
2: In what do you want to be when you grow up, kind of thing? Director, writer.
0: Uh, I wouldn't say writer, but director for sure. <laughs> Bro, um, on the way TV. here, you were you were telling me I really need to
1: focus on my writing because I wanna screenwrite and direct my own stuff and have my own voice.
0: Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say myself like, you know, as a professional writer. You know, like Not I would yet. say like
2: Well that's what I was asking, what do you want to do?
0: I mean yeah. what are you, what
2: are you wanting to do? I,
0: I wanna do like both directing and cinematography. Okay. Um yeah, I, I know that like I love operating camera. I love suiting someone else's project. I love having a director that like, you know, let the crew to like, you know, have some like creative idea to jump in. Like, I love that. But I also want to be the person who like offer this for the other people with my films. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm focusing on. And I feel like, um, when I was growing up, my dad didn't want me to do like filmmaking.
1: Isn't he technically in filmmaking?
0: Uh, Sort of. He is like a (laughs) cameraman. Um, so he, he did not encourage me to, you know, jump into the business or the industry. He did or he didn't? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't didn't want, he, he wants me to do like nursing, IT, like programming. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I can't. (laughs) I'm not those like Asian that good at math. No, not at (laughs) all. I failed math like in like public exam like two times.
3: Hey, man, same. So did I.
0: What is math? What is that? I think this is like a common thing for like artists.
3: Yeah. Just bad at yeah. math. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if, you met, if you're like bad at math, think about like, you know, going on <laughs> <an> artist <laughs> way. If you're bad at math, come be a
2: filmmaker. it will be fine.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, man, now that we have you here, I'm curious. We usually don't try to get political. But since you're an international student, and you have a outside perspective, what do you think with this whole racial inequality or no racial instability dividing the country right now? Did you just what? say
3: that we don't try to get political? I think every single podcast we've done. we've No, said well, the first season political. we try
1: not to, and, and this then season, <laughs> this season it's like whatever. But uh, what's your anyway. what's your perspective, man?
0: What's what, what, why do you see this from the outside? So when I see like um, the whole. Uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Um, It really reminds me something that was happening basically a year in Hong Kong. So um, it's like the people are trying to say something to the government. I think this is like the most important thing. It's like, you know, the government like need to listen to people. And of course, like I can't really like say much because like in Hong Kong, we only have like, you know, basically one race. So, um, I I wouldn't say like I experienced like racism and stuff, but like I really respect, really respect like all the people like it's doing everything, and um, things is changing. Cause like if you see like even the Oscar, it's saying that like in 2024 you will have some like uh you
3: yeah, like created like uh, yeah like there's diversity
0: of inclusion of stuff yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's like, I really appreciate it, especially like, you know, as a foreign filmmaker who's like trying to get his ass in like <laughs> American filmmaking yeah. industry. And yeah. And it's also one of the thing that I, I, I would say like as a filmmaker, like if we can do it through story, like I would love to do it. This one of also one of the thing that like, Push me like into like writing, cause like, I feel like being a DP, it's not enough for me to say something that I wanted to, people to know. Yeah. And you know, being a director or writer, write your own stuff and direct it, and it's it's showing your voice, and I think this is like really important. Maybe some people think that you know, movie is a entertainment, (laughs) but for me, it's like a lot more than just entertainment. It's it's a voice, as I said, like, it's a statement, you know, I feel like, um, doing movie can actually change the world. Like this is what I always believe in. And that's what I basically proposed to my dad, um, when I, uh, want to, you know, study abroad. Cause he told me that, um, I want you to be something that, you know, contribute to society. Um, and I want you to do IT because like, you know, technology is like flying up and stuff or nursing, you know, helping like people that needs help. But I told my dad, I was like, I, I think like doing movie, like can change the world by doing like some little things. Like you never know, because movie like change people's like feelings. You make people emphasize the story or the character. And in somehow you change them when they're seeing different thing, yeah. So I think it's a very really powerful thing, and at the same time, like it's also an entertainment. So people's like, why not? Amen, so. brother. Mm-hmm. Amen.
3: Did you? So is he on your side now? What? Did you convince him?
0: Oh yeah. 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 Well, yeah but he, he or is pays, he still like? Oh, he pays no. the tuition. Oh okay. Bro. Oh my god. You <laughs> <laughs> <if I> <laughs> the tuition? <laughs> yeah, but um but my dad like also wants me to do a lot more than just, um, operating camera. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, he always remind me like, this is what you if, like, you know, initially told me and you better get your ass to do it <laughs> you instead yeah. of like, I'm just kind of operating camera. I'm doing <laughs> some coloring. Yeah. So that's
1: awesome, dude. You guys got any questions for the guest?
2: What are you talking about? I've been asking him questions all show. I'm, I'm
1: trying to have Abby ask something.
2: <laughs>
3: Why don't you just say that?
1: So what I do want you mean? Sing- I did
3: just ask him a question.
1: Another one.
3: Another one. People, you ask him a question.
1: People want to hear your voice.
3: Oh, how do you know? Because you you're been- a woman. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Everyone that, likes women speaking.
3: That's so okay. You don't like
1: women speaking, Jay? No, I'm
2: ashamed. I'm ashamed of you right
1: now. Why?
3: That's a fucking weird-ass thing to say. Yeah.
1: Okay. No one likes to hear women talk.
3: Anyway.
1: I'm okay with the silence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, what do you think about love,
0: Aristotle? <laughs>
3: That's such a broad question. It's
0: complicated. You mean like, in, you know. In your own
1: personal experience, man. What, what do you think about love?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I know, I know that's a hard question. You know, he's putting on spot in your little. How do you feel about scrambled eggs? Scrambled egg.
0: Yeah. I love it, you know. But... <laughs> <laughs> what is
3: your favorite type of egg?
0: <laughs> why, why? <laughs> uh, wait, wait, no. Like, are you taking? Are you Scramble, talking about like scrambled cold egg or like yeah, just scrambled, hard boiled, over
3: easy, fried?
0: Um, I like over easy pickled. Excuse me.
2: What?
0: <laughs> have you never had a pickled egg? No. 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 First you get an
1: ew, and then you have a no. You ever had balut? I
3: don't know what
1: that is. It's a little uh, duck embryo.
3: Uh, oh I yeah, think Koreans I Koreans
1: eat that it's
3: Have disgusting. you had it?
1: Hell no I, I, I put too much um, What's the term?
3: Uh, <laughs> what? You? Me, you're telling the story <laughs> the, I put too much what?
1: The, the reason we don't eat dogs Is because we Give I, them a personality Because we
2: domesticate them
1: No not Not only that Like there's a term You like,
3: domesticate cows?
1: We Not into my house We give them a personality there's a term for it, but okay. I like ducks are cute to me, so I will uh, never eat and them. so you can't. Yeah. So
3: you mm. can eat duck.
2: He's bougie. He's a bougie. I will eat
1: duck, but not a little ducky. He like a, it's a little, it's literally it's like a em- little duck. They're yeah. eating it like the head and the, the beak embryo, and everything. embryo. It's you a bougie duck though. man. Yeah, I wouldn't. So not. the fetus? The, fetus the of a duck. There's a difference between the two. Oh, sorry, them. I don't know. Mm. It's a little duck, ducky. Oh, that's I've strange. had duck before. Is it like it's good. dipped
2: in chocolate or something? You know, because I've had chocolate
0: covered. Eggs. No, it's literally chocolate in the covered egg.
3: Covered duck.
0: Wait, in the egg? Yeah, it's you called know. balut. It's wait, a little. Wait, I thought that it's like. Wait, is it the Filipino stuff?
1: Is it Filipino? I thought it was Korean. I no, don't I don't look it's at me. I don't know. Yeah, I he's think, think it's Filipino. It's an Asian dish. <laughs> the back
0: there you go. I think I've tried it's it. A, it's, a, it's an egg.
3: Do you think? Do you remember if it's good?
0: Um... So, <laughs> I was living in a host family, like in like they're Filipino. So I I tried one, mm-hmm. not a huge fan. Did know, you eat the I beak and everything? I saw a little feet and I'm like, mm. <laughs> and I asked my host mom, um, what is
1: this again? Hey, uh, is American food popular in Hong Kong?
3: No. <laughs> What's your favorite what you, American so what far? What do you consider American food? When you're just like, I want American food. What Everything is-
0: other than rice.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Basic interesting. That's what Mexicans say too, bro.
2: Like noodles, <laughs> like you know, like uh, you know, pasta. Like ramen is very popular in Asian, you know, culture. Yeah. So, like, when you when you go to a place, do you not look for ramen dishes, or are you like, let's go get? ground American beef. i
0: actually down for everything. Yeah. Mac and cheese. Yeah. Uh, mac and uh,
2: cheese, yes.
1: Hamburgers sort of are American now. Mm-hmm. Um, hot dogs.
2: Taco Bell. Hamburgers have always been American. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like
3: American to me would be hot dogs and hamburgers. That feels the most yeah. American. Oh, um. Uh,
2: ribs. No, um. Ribs. Meatloaf. Rib- meatloaf, Mac and definitely. cheese.
3: Mac and cheese. Now you're making me want some mac and cheese.
2: Casseroles <laughs> are huge. Casseroles. In America. Uh, you know they've been a staple since the '50s for uh,
1: Southern barbecue. It's kind of big. So, okay. Nice. But like-
2: so when when you go to when you go to Hong Kong, do they have other than like the shitty shit like McDonald's and all that crap? Do they have American restaurants over there? Like you know how we have Chinese restaurants here? Do you go over there and it, does it say John's American restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> Not
0: really, you know. But um, I know that they just opened up like. One or two Five Guys.
2: Oh. Whoa, okay. I, but that's still a change.
0: Because we had it's McDonald's just... for like years. Well,
2: yeah,
0: of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. Probably from the '80s. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> but um, people love Five Guys in Hong Kong. Five but things? I've never. Yeah, this That's
2: what it is. Oh there's, yeah. There's the rice.
0: You cool. know, like in McDonald's. In Hong Kong, like they actually had like a, you know, special summer thing. It's like, they yeah, had, they, they do in they Japan s- too. They sell yeah. rice. McDonald's in, in other McDonald's. countries
3: taste different. Like I had McDonald's yeah. in Amsterdam and it was not the same McDonald's as here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It tastes so different. I've done it
2: in Germany. Yeah, we have Burger The ketchup King, is different, too. King yeah, it's Paris. the
3: ketchup. Like the ketchup. It's,
2: it's fancy ketchup in, uh-huh. in Europe where it's the salty ketchup here. You know, like fancy ketchup's got a sweeter taste to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here it's, it's, it's a like saltier. Pink. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. saltier um, thing. So it makes everything taste a little different.
1: Aristotle's been to Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. Juan, with his girlfriend.
3: Ooh. Is that Woo- what you... When you asked him about love, is that why you wanted him to say his girlfriend? Yeah. Why do you just phrase it that way?
1: Because I'm testing his ass.
0: Like what? Is what she going to listen taste? to this? Arizona? Hell yeah, she's
1: going to listen to this. I don't know. See, now he's nervous.
2: <laughs> Dude, just just profess it, man. Just profess it.
0: You're, I'll give you the... Look, look I'll show ice. you.
1: I want to give a shout out to my wife, Celia. I love her.
0: I love my girlfriend, too. What's <laughs> your name? What's her name? Crystal. Crystal, Crystal. Crystal. Crystal what? I have to admit like, I'm shy. M- and Mulgado. And... Mulgado? <laughs> That's her name? Crystal yeah. Mulgado? Okay. Yeah. What does she do? Um, She's a pre-vet student. Oh. So pre-vet.
3: De- so she's studying t- so Ask vet- her where tenarian? he met her.
0: Ask her where he
2: met her come on why don't you just tell us since you're since you already know all the answers to the questions no more leading the witness
0: okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) tell us the story man where
0: would you guys meet um at Pierce okay well I was like working with Jose Pierce College Pierce College (laughs) Fort Steilacoom Fort Steilacoom Lakewood, Washington
1: 984-98 anyways (laughs)
3: 99 exactly doesn't
1: really matter gets it wrong Right now you're at nine nine, but the school is at nine eight.
2: I'll school you, bro. Chicom man's like five, nine f- something. Five uh, zip code areas. Oh yeah. Anyways, so you met her at Pierce. How long have you been together?
0: Uh, two years. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> so I mean, it's a serious relationship. It's, you know, that's good. Did she have trouble with you being in Depaul
0: and her being here? Um, no. We FaceTime like every day. There you go. Basically. Okay. Good. it's it's still tough but you know like recommitted it so mm. I, I have a I have a
2: fiance that won't leave me alone <laughs> she always is like messaging me every five minutes it's so bad that must I'm like suck.
0: I'm like on the toilet and she's like what are you doing I'm like, oh. sometimes like yeah. I, I I don't know what to do especially like um, sometimes you know uh, there were a couple of weekends I I, I went on set like you know I left my home like six thirty in the morning and I r- arrived at at like seven thirty and you know it's like a you know twelve fourteen sixteen hour shoot yeah, you and I home back super home late super late and she wants to talk to me, but I'm like, I'm sorry like I'm so tired and then the other day I still have another shoot. I gotta wake up at the same time, go to even like a different location. It's just like, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard like, you know, balancing like, you know, the work and, you know, the time with the girlfriend. Some some stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It's um,
1: welcome to relationship,
0: bro. Yep.
2: <laughs> Sacrifice for the love. Hey,
1: uh, man. what what do you think about the last name Chaos? If someone came <laughs> to you and said, "Hi, my name is Mr. or Mrs. Chaos."
0: That's cool.
1: Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's cool.
3: <laughs> again, cool. at me. I didn't shit on the name.
1: She shat. She I shat. did not.
3: I did not shat.
1: She shat and stepped I on.
3: It. I did not.
1: I did not. I did not. I did
3: not.
1: Cool. Cool. Any, uh, oh. Oh. Jay, the city loves you. They're fixing all of your concrete and cement stuff, Fire don't hunt. they?
2: Concrete and cement, um, cement is uh, an ingredient in concrete, just let you. Know. Oh, thank you. I <laughs> don't really care, but.
3: Anyway, well, so.
2: Well, you just literally said concrete and concrete, you know, really. But. Okay, uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, they finally finished up doing some asphalt, but they've got one portion left, so hopefully Monday they, they said they're going to start working on it, because they have to cut a portion out to fill it in, and then actually have a level with the. The sidewalk because there's a slope. Oh god! So I'm hoping it's done. They said by the end of the week it should be done. So
3: it better be, be done because
2: we're filming. We're filming
3: on, on Saturday, on Friday, 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 Friday. Friday? We're filming on Friday. We're filming yeah. on Friday, and that's the exact area we're filming. And yeah. So if the concrete is fucked up, then we're gonna have some issues here.
2: Well, yeah. they have they have to make it to where it's drivable because there's parking there. So either they're gonna leave it. The- <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, our lights are just trying to run it's for just,
2: it. Yeah, it's the um, timer lights. <laughs> so they're either going to leave it at the at the gravel or they're going to leave it at the asphalt. One or the other. We're we're still going to be able to shoot. Okay. They can't just block it off.
3: I mean, because they made it so you, the garbage truck couldn't get that dumpster that was there. <laughs> I
2: know for like three weeks the garbage truck so. didn't pick up, but thus now it's 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 moving along. So okay. I'm thinking it'll be finished.
1: Oh. I forgot oh. to mention that to our patrons. We're going to we? our patrons in Patreon? Yeah. At Patreon? In Patreon? On the Patreon?
3: Patre- patrons <gasps> on uh-oh. Patreon.
1: On Patreon. Yes. Um we're going to for the DVD and Blu-ray tiers, we're going to give them a sticker and a for the DVD and Blu-ray, they're going to get a sticker of our Random Whisper Studios logo. And for the Blu-ray tier, they're going to get a t-shirt. So wow, that's well, coming that's soon. Fancy. Uh, that's getting worked on. But I'm just giving you a heads up that you're going to get a shirt. Oh, she is. And you're going to get some questions <laughs> from me about your address or P.O. Box. Oh, she is. Either or. Wherever Actually, you for, receive for your those mail. two people,
2: we already have the addresses.
1: So... Gonna get a shirt, and and the DVDs, and gonna get a sticker. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, yeah.
3: So we got stickers right here.
1: Yeah. What? Stop. Yeah. You stop it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. We got three minutes left. Any other topics you want?
0: What do you want to talk about, Aristotle? I don't know. Um, <laughs> You're no, the other day. The other day, I feel like, um, you know, I was from Pierce College and I feel like they really need a film club, something like that. Um, our
2: film club is garbage.
0: At Olympic
1: College.
3: But why is it garbage? You don't like our club. Why? Poor,
1: poor leadership. Poor leadership.
3: You become the leader.
1: It's too inclusive, too lubby dubbies, too, too safe inclusive. space. too inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets to do everything. No. It doesn't work, that- honey.
3: I think that you're I think, being really harsh.
1: No, people should shadow people that know shit so that they can learn, and whatever they produce mm-hmm. is can be submitted to festivals and stuff. Well, or no, or into I portfolios.
2: I think that the club should be people presenting one idea, like they were trying to do, and then work on one idea a quarter. That'd be great to put that out for the uh, the film festivals. But in there... People, perhaps what you're saying, shadowing, like if you have a, a DP and somebody that wants to learn DP, then have them both work together. To yeah. One teaches the other, or one mentors the other. Or whatever. Yeah. I, I agree with it.
0: And you. that's never going to happen. We cause. actually have something like that, like at DePaul. So yeah. um, the film club, it's basically like a bridge between the student, the film student and the film program, like the faculty, the dean, the people that, you know, invest to the program. And um, I get actually came up with the idea like, you know, a film club, um, we, you know, every quarter we uh, make one film, you know, we uh, find different screenwriter to work on one script. And I even, I, I even came up with the idea like having like different director, like uh, one or two or even three director um, or like a several DP like every position is just like, you know, have more people to be involved. And um, my mentor said it's like a really good idea. But they are thinking of the other um, idea, it's like um to have a funding and give it to like different group of students when they want to do project. So instead of like limiting the idea by the club, the club giving out money for different group of students that who wants to do the project. And of course, like and they can do like the shadowing like, you know, on the, like side by side, you know. Our
2: film club does have a budget.
0: And And equipment. And they have equipment. It's just not
2: up to the par of the school's equipment. It's kind of the hand-me-downs right now. And I think part of that is that they would rather use the budget on other things than getting new equipment. I think that's part of the reasons that we have broken equipment there. That in you know, you're getting inexperienced people to handle equipment that they're not trained on. They're gonna break it, and then it's not like they get it replaced. So
0: yeah, because like our school, like um, for the advanced camera, like from C three hundred Red Re camera, um, etc. Like we need to like have two person to certify on the camera if we wanna use it on one project. So yeah, the DP. Sense. And the first AC need to be certified, um, or else you can't use it. At or all. else you can't check out. And um, of course, you have to do like a certified test, or you have to take a class, and then like take the test. Because our school have an option that like you can uh, book the re- equipment in the film studio, so um, the technician would take out the equipment for you, and you figure out like you know how to build it actually like you can ask like you know the technician for some help or like you know some senior student who already like certified it and they will teach you like you know how to do it if you know someone to do it you know so this would be a good thing that like to consider and um i actually like you know the other day i was um thinking of like you know buying a new camera um you know uh, a new dslr that can shoot like you know really high quality 8K, you know, like the Canon R5 or like Sony a7S three. But um, my mentor actually like gave me an advice. It's like instead of spending that money on like a new camera and lenses and stuff, think about, um, create a story that you want to do, find a crew and then use those money to uh, rent something from a camera rental house and do like a in- negotiation with them. Uh, I'm not sure, it, it works all the time, but like, you know, let them know that like, you're a film student. And- yeah, I think it's I, your
3: number one card as a student. I'm a film student.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Um yeah. Like, We only have like certain budget on this, uh, you know, project, but we really want to do it nice. And do you think like, you know, this prize can work for a couple of days, something like that? and that's pretty inspiring that stopped me off like you know thinking of buying a new camera (laughs) yeah Yeah. and focusing like you know on creating the story for the project so um i do know that
2: a lot of places that um you know have film saturated into the community are really aware of students coming around trying to find locations actors Mm -hmm. and equipment so i think they're a little bit more um adapt to doing it and more willing to supply their location for not an an exuberant amount of money because they know that it's for film plus you know most of the time you get free free product plugs you know
0: absolutely
1: so we reached the end of our time i got one last question for you if someone wants to go to film school will you recommend the paul in chicago sir
0: yes yes but um just keep in mind it's like you know, like, just don't think about, like, you know, um, I want to go to film school. And if you're going to take out loans for a film school, like 40000 a year, like, if you're financially, like, it's doable. Go ahead. Um, but I would say film school is just a resources. It's just a platform. It's, it's not, it's, they provide you a guideline. But it's all up to you, even though you're in film school or not.
2: Isn't uh DePaul Catholic as well? Yeah. So I mean that would probably be something you have to be willing to take religious courses as well.
0: Yeah, we would have like, you know, multiculturalism, diversity. Um religion blah blah blah
2: blah
1: blah blah
0: blah 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 blah, 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 ends the show
1: (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening to the random whisper make sure you check out our website at randomwhisper.studio this is Legs your host with your other host Jay hey 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 Abby hey and our special guest Aristotle
3: yeah (laughs) and Jay
1: what do you want to tell the people not to do in the kitchen don't bacon don't you do it